0: What's up everyone? Welcome back to another video. Today we are having a look at my top five FPL players to buy while answering your questions and finishing with a wildcard draft. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another video. FPL Harry here. And as I said, five players for you to be buying into your FPL teams across all positions, across a variety of price points. We'll then be answering some of your key questions going into game week 21. By finishing, we'll be having a look at a potential wildcard draft for anyone looking to play for it. Before we dive in, we're going to try and hit 1000 likes on the video. Drop a like. And if you have not subscribed already, click that subscribe button. Number one player that I think you should be buying at the moment, that is Dan Burn of Newcastle there were no good pictures so he's in his Brighton shirt here but he has of course joined Newcastle as part of that fantastic Newcastle defence this season 4.5 million. Botman, who was the popular one, has now risen to be the same price as Dan Burn. Now that they're the same price, I personally think I'd be going for Dan Burn over going for Botman. Of course, Dan Burn picked up a nine-pointer in game week 20, getting maximum bonus points. For me, Dan Burn has slightly more goal threat. He hasn't actually got any attacking returns so far this season. Zero goes, zero assists. The points is very similar to Botman as well, but I think the explosive potential is slightly better for Dan Burn over Botman. Of course, the fixtures going forward are nice. Crystal Palace as West Ham Bournemouth and Liverpool in game week 24. I did debate about whether that should be a red or a grey fixture at the moment, but it is and the one that's really popular. Of course, we will have Trippier, but I do think I'd be choosing Dan Byrne if I was going to be adding a second Newcastle defender. It is worth bearing in mind that in game week 25, if they do progress into the EFL Cup final and beat Southampton, who they are playing in the semi-finals between game week 21 and game week 22, there will be a blank game week for Newcastle, so it's just worth bearing that in mind. But that Newcastle defence is the top defence for me in the league in terms of value at the moment. They keep clean sheets first and attack second. So he's a great player to be looking to buy. Player number two is man of the moment. It is Martin Odegaard of Arsenal. £6.8 million. He has risen in price again. He's now the same price as Martinelli, if you are not owning one of these already, I would be making the switch and be going with Odegaard as my number one pick now, over going for Martinelli. he's Predicted to score almost 30 points over the next six game weeks. Of course, there is that double game week for Arsenal in game week 23, where they do play. Brentford and they play Manchester City. They, of course, have Manchester United in game week 21, but is at home, and Odegaard is so key to everything they are doing. I wouldn't let that put you off. If you are looking to buy a midfielder at the moment, I would just go ahead and buy him and prepare yourself for the nice fixture on that Arsenal do have from game week 22 onwards. Of course, Everton in there and Aston Villa away in there. He's tied four attacking returns with Kevin De Bruyne, both with 13 attacking returns and Odegaard in at a fraction of his prize. There are debates about whether he should be up for player of the season that Arsenal team top of the league and they would not be there without Martin Odegaard so for me I don't have him I have Saka and Martinelli if I have a luxury transfer anywhere down the line I do think I'll be looking to make the switch from Martinelli into Odegaard Odegaard and Saka for me are the top two Arsenal attackers you should be owning plus probably a defender as well I think they're only going to continue to go from strength to strength and he's always at the focal point Pick number three, we go up front and we go for a cheap forward in 5 million. Gnonto, Leeds sort of new standout player, only 0.4% selected, has looked really good. The attacking returns have not been there, but he has been Leeds' most creative force as part of their sort of revamped team that they are lining up with since the sort of Christmas break. In terms of fixtures, they are also quite nice. They have Brentford at home, Nottingham Forest away. They're Manchester United at home, which is a difficult fixture, with Everton away. And of course, in the blank in game week 25, They do have Southampton at home as well. So you can have him on your bench, potentially start him in game week 25 as well. Plus, there are rumours still that game week 22, there could be a double game week for Manchester United and Leeds as well. If that double game week does take place, then there will be Nottingham Forest and Manchester United for them in game week 22. They would then play Manchester United again in game week 23. And then, of course, Everton in game week 24 with Southampton in game week 25 as well. The predicted points are not that high because the attacking returns have not necessarily been there. and he's not been in that Leeds team for that long. So there is an issue with minutes potentially and the attacking returns have not really come to the fore. But at 5 million, if there's a double game we can gain with 22, I'm pretty certain he will be coming in my team as my third forward. Next up, it is part of the team of the moment and that is Brighton. I can already see people in the comments saying, why not McAllister? Why not Solly March? And we will get to that in just a moment. I'm going with Matoma as my one, but generally those three Brighton midfielders offer great value up at a sort of max price of 5.4. You can go and buy Mac McAllister. World Cup winner, McAllister. For 5.1, you can buy Solly March and at 5 million, you can buy Matoma. All of them are very lowly owned and they have a nice run of fixtures starting in game week 21. We spoke about them in this video in game week 20 and they all did pretty well. And I said, don't worry about the Liverpool fixture so you can still buy them. They won that 3-0 and I still think you should be looking at buying them in this one. Leicester at home, Bournemouth, Crystal Palace and Fulham in their next four. He has three goals, three assists, of course picked up just an assist against Liverpool in game week 20 but has still averaged 6 points per game six points per start which is an incredible record for someone who is just five million of course again the slight caveat in game week 25 they do play Newcastle if Newcastle just like Dan Burn, if Newcastle get to the final of the EFL Cup again they're in the semi-finals against Southampton the Brighton versus Newcastle game will be removed from game week 25 so just worth bearing in mind how strong your bench is whether you can afford to be having Brighton players and be putting them on your bench for that fixture but it has to be said that they could score really really well, over the next four. Now, you'll be asking me who should I be going with? McAllister, the one on set pieces, March, the one with the most recent points, Matoma, probably the most consistent out of the lot. If you look at the expected data between Matoma and March, who are probably the two people are looking at, McAllister isn't always playing as far forward as the other two, and he is the most expensive, although he is on penalties. Now, looking at the penalty rate in the Premier League, it is dropping compared to previous seasons, so I still think Matoma and Sonny March are the ones that I would go for. In terms of expected goals March does come top but that's only driven just by the Liverpool game if you look previous to the Liverpool game Matoma comes out on top in terms of expected goals and he actually comes out on top in terms of expected assists as well just this game is enough to sway some people to go for Solly March but for me over the long term I still back Matoma particularly with Trossard looking like he's on the way out. And pick number five, we have Ivan Tony of Brentford. Probably for me, the third best forward in the Premier League at the moment after, of course, Erling Haaland and Harry Kane, the two premiums. The best cheap option we could be going for is Ivan Toney. He's 7.5 million. He's getting quite highly owned, but a lot of that is teams who actually owned him towards the beginning of the season and no longer active teams. 23.5 isn't a good representation of those high-ranked managers. Not that many of them have him in their team. 13 goals, three assists. He's averaging over six points per start. He's predicted to score 22.8 points over the next six games. That's really nice. And if you look at the fixtures, Leeds, Southampton and Crystal Palace in the next four I expect him to continue to do well he's obviously an incredible player but if not the best penalty taker in world football at the moment now again I can already see in the comments Harry he's got this as potential suspension he could potentially be banned at any point now this is true but we thought it would happen over the World Cup and if it didn't happen then it could be months before he gets it, and there's going to be plenty of points for Ivan Tony to come and go between now and then. There are over 200 incidences that he is being looked at and investigated for. The chances of that happening in a week is very, very slim. They have to review every single one of these cases in turn, not as a collective. So for me, I don't particularly think there's going to be that ban coming soon. Of course, you always do run this risk with Ivan Tony bringing him in, but I wouldn't let that put you off, and I think he's probably going to be one of the highest scoring forwards over the next few Few weeks. So, that was top five transfer targets. Let's quickly answer your top four key questions going into game week 21. Number one is Almiron. Now, Almiron has not returned to the form we saw pre-World Cup. Of course, he scored in game week 17, but not since then. Should we be selling him? For me, no, I would be holding on to him. The next few fixtures, as we saw with down burn, are still nice. I still think that Newcastle attack will score goals and I would be holding on to Miko Almiron. Next up, is there any chance that we should be moving our captaincy off Erling Haaland given the returns we've seen recently? I don't think I'll be doing it in game week 21 especially given they have Wolves at home and they do need to be winning every single game. If there's any part of me that feels like there might be slight rotation could Alvarez start in that game given that they do play against Spurs on Thursday evening. Harry Kane is definitely one that you could consider against Fulham but for me I wouldn't be doing it now game week 22. There is the away fixture, of course, for Manchester City, away at Tottenham, where Marcus Rashford has a lovely home fixture. And of course, there's a potential for a double game we can gain week 22 as well. You could potentially look to move off there, but I do still think Haaland is the default caption that we should be looking at. Question number three, is rolling a transfer the best idea? Yes, I've spoken about this in some of my group chats and I mentioned it on Twitter and here is why you should be rolling a transfer if you can going into Game Week 21. If we don't get a double announcement before the Game Week 21 deadline, there is quite a big chance that the double Game Week 22 could be announced after the Game Week 21 deadline. Between Game Week 21 and Game Week 22, we have the semi-finals of the EFL Cup and we have round four of the FA Cup. What this will mean with the EFL Cup final, we will know who is blanking in Game Week 22. So you will know if bringing in those Newcastle assets, you'll be know if bringing in those Brighton assets is a good idea or not, because of course we will know if they blank in game with 25 as well on top of this, we will know who's progressed to the round five of the FA Cup. Now, round five of the FA Cup doesn't cause any blanks, but round six does, and we will know what the fixtures are. So if you see Manchester City get drawn against a very straightforward team in the round five of the Cup, you know pretty sure that in round six, which is game week 28, that they are likely to have a blank game week, and we will know this for a lot of teams. So we'll be able to predict the blanks in game week 28 much better, and this will also shed a much clearer light on the potential doubles coming later on in the season as well. So the three things that we could learn between Game Week 1 and Game Week 22 are doubles for Game Week 22 if they don't get announced before the deadline. We could also hear about the blanks in game week 25 of course caused by the EFL Cup semi-finals and we'll have a much better idea of who's going to blank in game week 28 so all in all if you can save a transfer going into game week 21 and finally which is the best Brighton midfielder is a question I'm getting asked in every video if you haven't if you skip forward to this point go and watch me talk about Matoma early on for me it is Matoma then probably Solly March and then McAllister and those are my top three but I do think they are great assets to be buying at the moment so the final thing to discuss is a wild card draft, and this is the wild card team I would be putting together if I was on wild card this week. A lot of those top transfer targets I've just spoken about are in this team. I've gone with Raya in goal with Ward. Brentford look really good, and along with Raya, I also have Ivan Tony. Those Brentford fixtures look good, and those two particularly are mopping up the bonus points in defence. Ben White, I would like Gabrielle, but I don't have the value for this draft. If you have it, great. Then White up to Gabrielle is definitely a transfer you could do. Sure, Trippier are in there. I wanted double Newcastle defence. We added Dan Byrne over Botman. Bueno, the cheap option, looks like he's nailed on for Wolves at the moment. In midfield, we've got Odegaard and we've got Martinelli. The double Arsenal for their fixture starting in game week 22, and of course, the doubling game with 23. If I had the money spare, Martinelli up to Saka is a transfer I would do. Odegaard is definitely in there. I've got De Bruyne. Again, there is a slight doubt about him. He wasn't pictured in training on Tuesday, but I do think he'll probably be fine for the Tottenham game, if not by the Wolves game as well well, I would not worry. Players miss training Every so often. It just happens. He's played a lot of minutes. I just think he needed potentially a rest. It's very physically and mentally draining the amount of pressure that is put on Kevin De Bruyne. Matoma is my cheap midfielder. Marcus Rashford, of course, is in there. And then up front, it's Erling Haaland, Harry Kane, and Ivan Toney. It's probably a 3-4-3 three, three most weeks, and you have a great bench to deal with the upcoming doubles, the upcoming blanks, as well, and any rotational injuries that might come your way. So this is my draft. We've also covered your top four questions. We've covered five players to buy. If that's not a video to get you set for the upcoming Game Week 21, then I don't know what is. Drop a like if you have enjoyed. Subscribe if you are new around here. Thank you all so much for watching. Good luck in the remaining part of Game Week 20 when it does come. Good luck in Game Week 21. If I don't see you before then, and I'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.